it's that time of year or almost that time of year where having a little extra cha-ching in the bank account would really make a big difference, especially with the holidays. So I want to help in a way that I think I can by giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. For a chance to win it, all you have to do is one of two things. Either A, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com or share it out on social media. Let people know that we exist there with a link to our show through your favorite podcast player so others can go and find the show and listen as well. One of two ways. Send me a screenshot of either and you'll be entered to win. All you got to do is send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. So I wanted to share with you guys first uh, my very first ghost encounter, which was not at this place, but um, my, I guess, second home. When I was little, I was probably like four years old because I know I wasn't in school yet. Um, my first ghost was a shadow person, and I love listening to your stories. That's what got me hooked is when I started hearing other people share their shadow shadow guy's story um, just made me realize that I wasn't crazy and it wasn't my imagination. And a lot of people have seen the same exact type of shadow man, which is crazy. So this happened in Monterey Park, California, um, in a little house that we had. I was about four years old. I was taking a shower in the daytime. And I just had this nasty, scary feeling that when you get like somebody's watching you. So I thought maybe my brother came in the bathroom or somebody was in there and I don't know, it was just a very weird feeling. And I would take a shower with the door open because I was a little girl. Um, my dad would be a stay-at-home dad at the time. So he was the one watching me. And I just remember um, I opened the curtain and there was this shadow man. There was a, he had a top hat. It wasn't very, very tall, but it was a top hat, like from the 1920s or whatnot, um, or 1800s, I don't know. Um, He had a top hat, and it looked like he had a long coat on, but like a fancy one. And you could see his mustache um, in the shadow, which was weird. It was almost like he was walking sideways because he was, like the side of the shadow as if he was walking alongside by me instead of facing me. So you could see his mustache, which was really unique. It was one of those mustaches with the curl. So he, he, he had that. It was a top hat, the curl mustache. He was really tall. Or the shadow made it seem like he was. And really skinny, super skinny. And I just remembered I screamed at the top of my lungs. He was just walking along the wall. And there was no way that the shadow could even exist because there was no window on that side. And our window led to our backyard. So it's not like it was somebody walking from the street and somehow some shadow just appeared. And it was a full body shadow from the bottom of the bathroom floor to, you know, to the wall. You could see his feet also. You could see the shoes. They were, they were like just really fancy shoes also. You could tell like I like guess he was going to a to a ball or something. 
or he was just a businessman from back in those, those times. That's how he looked to me. But I just remember it freaked me out. And I screamed, and even when I screamed, he just kept walking along. My dad came in, and he asked me what was wrong, and I just jumped out of the shower, and I, you know, naked and all, and just ran into his arms and started crying. I couldn't even explain to him what I was, what happened, but I told him that there was a man, and, and, and there was a shadow man. And the crazy part was um, he appeared to me a couple times, not too many times, but he would appear a couple times. There was another time um, my dad had me on the top of his shoulders. Um, we were walking in the backyard of that same house. Um, we had a really long backyard, and there was a brick wall that went all the way around it. And my dad was carrying me on his shoulders. And I freaked out again and, you know, wanted to say, get me down, get me down, let's go inside. And he's asking me why, what's going on. And I told him the shadow man's there again. He's walking along the brick wall. I could see him. And what's weird is I wonder if um, the bathroom window led to that brick wall. So when I would see him pass through the bathroom, I wonder if he was walking through and continuing on to the backyard. And like you guys have mentioned in your past stories, it could be like the house wasn't there maybe in the past time. It was a street maybe back then. And he was just going along his business, you know, going to where he was going back then. I don't know. But that was my very first ghost encounter um, ever since then. Because of that, I had to take a shower with my dad or my mom in the bathroom with me or I would freak out. And that happened until I was about 13 years old, to be honest with you. Um, if I had girlfriends over when, you know, being a kid, 12 years old, 13, my neighbor come over, I would tell her that I had to take a shower and, and I'm sorry, but she had to stay in the shower, not in the shower, but in the bathroom with me and talk to me or my dad or my mom would have to do that. And if I knew that they walked out, I would, I would run out. I would grab a towel and just run out. There was no way that I would stay in a bathroom by myself. And I don't know what made me stop getting scared of that. I think it was until I had a boyfriend. Like when I, once I got a little bit older, I was too embarrassed to be scared of it. I never did see it again from when I was a little girl, but it freaked me out so much that it stayed with me in terror. Um, let me see. I may not ramble on. I hope I don't get cut off. But um, I wanted to tell you guys about um, a little girl that I saw in the house in Roland Heights. That one was really, that was, I think, the worst one. That was physical encounter, um, the one and only physical encounter that I ever had. So I was sleeping in my room, and I had my back towards the door. And all of a sudden, I don't know what time it was. It was the middle of the night, though. Um, I felt um, pressure on the sides of the blanket. Like if somebody, like if when somebody sits down while you're laying under your blankets, you would feel those blankets tighten. So that's exactly what I felt. But it was on both ends. And it wasn't so heavy. So it felt like, it felt like a person for sure, like crawling up, up my body from outside the blankets. So pressure was going down and they were going up. They were crawling up because I could feel the hand pressure and then their knees. And that freaked me out. So I started to try to pray and I couldn't. 
I kept forgetting the Our Father. I could only say Our Father who art in heaven, and that's it. Then I would forget the prayer. So I knew it was something bad because I've heard, um, I guess, like bad spirits of the devil like tries to cut you off from finishing your prayer so your prayer won't get to heaven or get to God, you know, to help you, I guess. So I couldn't finish my prayer, and I was even freaking me out even more. I start hyperventilating. I can't breathe. Um, and then um, it kept going up, walking and crawling up my body. And then all of a sudden, I feel a hand touch my shoulder. And I was wearing a tank top, so it was like skin to skin. And oh, my God, I, it wasn't, I don't even remember if it was cold or hot. It just, I just know I felt pressure on my arm, on my shoulder. And it was trying to turn me around, like nudging me, like, like come on, like, wake up, kind of. And I was like, oh, fuck you. So I remember um, I had my eyes really wide shut, um, as tight as I could. And I said to myself, okay, well, if you want to turn me around, I'll turn myself around. So I swapped around really quickly. And I tried saying a prayer again. And I said, please, I'm, I'm going to open my eyes now. Just, just don't freak me out, okay? Because. I have seen stuff my whole life, so this wasn't the first time I've seen stuff, but this was the first time something touched me. So I just kind of said it in my head, you know, and then opened my eyes, just don't freak me out, please. Don't, don't be scary, don't be ugly. So I opened my eyes, and I see this little girl. She's like five, between five and seven, maybe. She's blonde. She has her hair in a ponytail. She's um, standing to her side um, right in front of my door. My door's shut, though, shut, locked. That's another story why I locked my door. Um, and she's standing there. She has a tank top, raggedy white dress. Looks like she's been, like, crawling in the dirt with it. It's just all ripped up, and it's dirty. But it is white. And she's glowing, like, just brightness coming out from her. Glowing, glowing, glowing. But I can't see her face. Her hair is messed up in her ponytail. So it's covering the side of her face. And I just... I felt bad for her. So I go, okay, well, maybe she's coming to me for help. Um, so I, I close my eyes again, and I say a prayer, and I ask God to take her where she needs to be. And, you know, she can't be here, but have her find peace. And then I open my eyes, and she's gone. So I was like, okay. But I'm still freaked out, so I tried booking it to go to my parents' room. I was about 16 at this time, too. So it wasn't something like... Yeah, I'm this little girl, and I'm trying to run to mommy and daddy. I was scared. I was a teenager. I shouldn't be running to mommy and daddy for help in the middle of the night, you know, crying, saying that I have a nightmare. So I know I was awake. As I go to the door, I go to unlock it, and I just feel this push on the left side of my shoulder, and I hit the right wall. The wall to was, the wall was to my right. So I hit the wall, and, and I just I dropped myself. It didn't hit me that bad to drop me, but I dropped myself because I was so scared. So I dropped myself and I grabbed my knees and I'm hugging my knees and I'm just crying now. And I'm like, oh my God, like this thing is going to trap me in my room. Like, what does it want? Like, I thought it was a nice little girl, like an angel or something, but obviously not. So I don't know how long I stood there for, but I did um, just shaking and crying and praying. So finally I got the courage again to get up and get out of my room. So I did. I got up. I was shaking so bad. I couldn't unlock my door. I finally got it open. I got out of my door. I closed the door behind me. I ran to my parents' door, closed their door behind me. I locked their door, and I jumped between both of them. And I am just bawling at this time. 
and my parents are like, what's going on? What happened? Like, they think they don't, I don't know what they thought. I thought I broke up with my boyfriend or something and I was heartbroken. But my mom was like, talk to me, talk to me, tell me what's going on. And I just couldn't, I couldn't even breathe. So she just says, okay, don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. I'll hold you. You can tell me tomorrow morning. So that's exactly what happened. The next day I tell her what I told you guys. And she says, oh, sweetie, that's just a guardian angel. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please. We, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family. Search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.